What's up, world? Uh, we've got another TikTok star with us in the studio today, uh, Katie Combs. How you doing, Katie? I'm so good, honey. How are you? I'm doing the best ever was. <laughs> <laughs> now, we was talking uh, a little bit before you before we started recording. How many followers have you got now? It's it's a whole lot, I know. Um, I'm around 237,000, somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a lot of people. I, now, yeah. I mean, when you really think about it, 200 and some thousand people is watching your video. I try not to think about it. <laughs> well, I don't either. I kind of have, I kind of, I kind of know what you're talking about when you say you, you, you try not to think about it and stuff like that because we're doing this podcast and everything. You really don't, I mean, I can see the numbers. The, of the people that's watching the video episodes and the people that's listening to the audio episodes. But uh, I, I understand what you're saying. It's really nerve-wracking type of situation. If you sit and think about it, I would never stand up in front of that many. I wouldn't stand up in front of 500 people. <laughs> you know, I mean, so I just try not to think about it. Yeah, yeah. Well, it comes natural to you. You're real good on on, on camera. I just ramble. Yeah. I just ramble. Yeah. You were suggested to me uh, by one of your fans. Uh, she's like, hey, you need to get this girl on here. She's taking over TikTok. She's really sweet, really nice person. She just kind of gets on there and rambles and tells her story. And uh, she wanted me to start off the episode with asking you, where did the term residential coffee come from? So, there is another girl on TikTok. Her name's Chansey, and she's in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, I think. Mm -hmm. And she's got around, I think, a million followers. And she, I heard her say it in one of her videos, and I thought it was so funny. And, you know, I live out in the holler, like, I'm not going to Starbucks every day. You know, we're having residential coffee, and we need to make it sound fancy. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I I just started saying it all the time, and... It just stuck. Just took off. Yeah, it just stuck. Yeah, that's awesome that that people can relate to stuff like that and they take hold of it and it becomes. I mean, I'm sure there's probably two hundred some thousand people out there referring to their coffee as residential coffee now because of you. Well, I hope so. Oh, no doubt about it. We're all drinking it together. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, forgive me. <clears throat> I've been battling a cough here for two weeks i've got a doctor's appointment finally tomorrow uh it'll be the first time that i've went to a doctor in a long time because my wife is like a home remedy real big on home remedies Mm -hmm. and i'm sure you know all Mm -hmm. about home remedies and stuff uh and they have helped a lot like she's got this this uh concoction that she's made that she's got me like uh, what's it called? Where you put that mask on and you breathe? The like a nebulizer. A nebulizer. That's exactly right. And it's a mixture of like food grade hydrogen peroxide or mm-hmm. something like that, and a couple other little things. It's helped a whole lot, but I feel like I just need something to get that last little kick mm-hmm. of this cough out. So sorry if I'm coughing. I will be probably throughout the whole episode. Uh, another thing that. Uh, two or three people wanted me to touch on with you is that they love the fact that you're such a big fan of Moo Moo's. Oh, yeah. your I mean, videos. I went to Walmart today. Yeah. And you can, I, they're about sold out already, the Valentine's Day ones. It's probably I, because of you. I have a friend that works at Walmart, and I said, I'm looking for this specific one. When you get them in, 
let me know. Oh, she yeah. sent me a picture Saturday. Today's Monday. I went today and all, all they had was smalls. I said, well, this is a scam. <laughs> this is a scam. Yeah, yeah. It's probably your own fault, though. You you have made the market of moo-moos explode, probably. Well, we're going to have to make more is all I know. Yeah. You're going to have to call Walmart distribution center. Walmart can call me. Yeah, they, they probably would. <laughs> I would like, love hey, for them to give me your, your name on our moo-moos. <laughs> 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 no, but yeah, they. Um, I mean, eight dollars. You can't beat it. Are they just eight dollars? Seven ninety something. Yeah. Oh, well, I might buy me one. I mean, I wouldn't blame you. <laughs> I can't blame you. They do look very comfortable. They are very comfortable. Yeah, yeah. They are. They are. <laughs> so, before we get into the meat and potatoes of things, can you tell us a little bit about like where you grew up and what kind of life you led growing up and stuff like that, and just general. I grew up in, um, right outside of Berea. We lived in a little holler. Uh, my mom, my aunts, uncles, my grandparents, we all live right down there um, on the same road. And then... That camera off me. <laughs> <laughs> when I was 16, uh, me and Dylan got married. Mm-hmm. And I moved up here to Jackson County. And I've been here ever since. I mean, um, you know, my childhood... as. I mean, I've told plenty of stories on there. Yeah. was a little wild. I mean... Everybody had a wild streak. I mean, it was a little wild. My um, my dad had his moments, but, you know, he was good for the most part. And I had a, I had a, I had a pretty good upbringing. I mean, you know, my mom is a saint. God love her. I mean, yeah. I've, I tell on her all the time on there. But yeah. she, um, she would give you the shirt off your back, but don't make her mad. Yeah, yeah. Don't make her mad. Yeah. Um... But me and Dylan got married, and I've been up here ever since, really. Mm-hmm. I mean. Now, what made you, what was it that made you show an interest in TikTok or wanted, what made you start wanting to share content and stuff like that on there? So, um, before I started TikTok, I owned, um, well, my early videos are like day in my life pregnancy videos, day in my stay at home mom life. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you go back pretty far, that's that was where I started. Yeah. Now I owned a small business and I was used to working sixty, seventy hours a week. Oh wow. Um, and I closed my store in the end of July, and I ended up pregnant in June. Okay. And I was working part time, and then around I was probably about eight months pregnant. Mm-hmm. Um, I quit working because I was waiting tables and I just could not do it anymore. That's a hard job. It, yeah, anyway. Yeah. Pregnant, I could not breathe. Oh, yeah. So, um, Dylan drives a truck here locally and he works about 60 hours a week in the summertime. Yeah. And I was just bored. Like, I wasn't used to just being home, you know, and not having somebody to talk to, something to do. Yeah. And I knew that eventually I would want to look back and... You know, especially if we have another one, like, mm-hmm. what was it like? What was I doing? How was I feeling? Um, so I just started making little vlogs, little video diaries of my pregnancy, and then the early days of bringing uh, Lucy home, and I just... Just skyrocketed from there. Yeah. Yeah. Social media is a funny thing, because I remember way back when, all you had was, like, MySpace. Oh, yeah. you know, it was very limited mm-hmm. to what you could do on there. I mean, I remember you could put like your own kind of wallpaper up on the screen, and mm-hmm. you could add like add like a little box with a song playing mm-hmm. and stuff. And but that was about it. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember what the messaging back and forth was like. Uh, 
but that was pretty much it. And I guess maybe from there it stemmed to YouTube. Yeah. Or may it may have been Vine even. Before. Oh yeah, Vine was I Vine before Vine. YouTube. I, I, can't I can't remember, remember. but uh, I know that uh, the social media influencer thing is probably. I heard. Uh, I was reading an article the other day. It said where it's actually uh, one of the most viable kinds of employment that there is nowadays oh yeah it's amazing really what people can accomplish just through being a content creator oh yeah it's something else i believe oh yeah definitely um <coughs> it's definitely opened a lot of opportunities up to me and dylan and um you know i'm thankful not only for like the financial side but um you know, just the community of people. You know, a lot of women yeah. deal with postpartum anxiety and postpartum depression. Yeah. And I really feel like if I wouldn't have had that community and wouldn't have had those people to talk to and be like, hey, this is what's going on. Or, you know, there's so many other women that follow me that had their babies around the same time and were all the time talking and, you know, what's your baby doing? Like, have you yeah. dealt with this? And I think that it really, um, it really helped. You know, Dylan works 60 hours a week. I spent a lot of time just me and the baby and yeah. um yeah i'm very very thankful for the community of people that it's gave me oh yeah yeah since uh since i first heard of you i've been watching your videos you know and learning as much as i can and stuff uh but then i also been sitting in on your live streams that you do on on tiktok and it is really amazing at the support that you get Mm-hmm. And like you said before we started recording, you're just on there gossiping, rambling. ranting and raving and rambling and stuff. <laughs> yeah. But more often than not, I think that it's it's the the the, the aspect of being genuine mm-hmm. and like a real person. Yeah, that really reaches out to people. I feel like well, I, feel, I feel like people are sick of like the big influencers that live this huge lavish. That's not real. It's not. I mean, I don't, I don't want to watch somebody in a mansion. Yeah, I don't either. That's it got everything handed to them. Mm-hmm. Everything's perfect. Yeah, I'm not about it. I'm no, about it. Uh, we're living in a time nowadays to where the normal person like you is who people prefer to watch yeah. nowadays, just because of what you said. Who cares something about about somebody living in a mansion that's got everything handed to them that you know, may or may not have worked to get there, mm-hmm. you know, uh, people want to be able to relate to people, even though they're up on this huge platform, and they've got all these followers, mm-hmm. and, and people like, like this, they, I believe a lot of it is motivation for them, that they can do it too, Yeah, you know, because although it is hard to do, and takes up, it's a job, it really is a job, this is a job, mm-hmm. Uh, even though it's hard to do to get as many followers as you do, it's possible. But you oh, gotta yeah. put the work in. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. It's it's something else. It's it's it just it's crazy. Yeah, it it's is crazy. crazy. <laughs> Social media is wild. You would, it is. I don't. I I tell them all the time. I'm like, I don't know why y'all listen to me ramble. I'm like so normal. Like I yeah. I don't I don't get it. But I do feel like. Because I have a lot of people that are all over, obviously. I mean, and I feel like people are really starting to realize that the Appalachian culture, 
they're starting to realize, oh, they've got something. Yeah. They've got something down there. Yeah, they do. Because there's a lot of just like raw, genuine talent that comes out of these mountains. They really are. I mean, Chris Stapleton, Tyler Childers. I mm-hmm. mean, some of the biggest names in country music right now come right out of these haulers. Absolutely did. I think, I, I'm like you, I think people are just starting to figure out just how, just the kind of potential that these mountains and haulers and backwoods has mm-hmm. you know and it can be your tyler childers and chris stapletons and ryan up churches and stuff like that and then you've got uh, you've got people like uh billy hubbard and you and all these other content creators on tiktok that has just got these mountains of followers mm-hmm. and stuff and uh People just want to feel normal, mm-hmm. and they like hearing from normal people. They can relate to them, even though you've got this huge following. It's like it's it's not. Yeah, I'm a very normal person. I cook yeah. dinner. I put my pants on just like everybody else. Yeah. I stay home and clean my house and mind my business. Well, I don't mind my business. <laughs> <laughs> I was you sure about that? Well, but you know what? And this is what me and my husband Dylan were talking about today. I'm like Dylan, gossip. And that is a culture around here. It really is. My Aunt Ada, and we've all got one. That's a good point. It's she was old. my neighbor growing up, and she would get on her front porch in her rocking chair, honey, smoking her palm malls, yeah. and you could hear her on the phone all throughout the hall telling everybody's business. <laughs> but she would be the first one to come and help you if you needed it. Yeah. That's just how it is. Everybody's got that aunt or uncle or sister or brother, whoever it may be, that is... Keeping the phone lines hot. Keeping the phone lines hot. That's exactly right. You know, in these small communities, you tell one person something, and it's all over the county. Mm. Oh, absolutely. Within a day. I can think of one or two right now that you probably know. Oh, I say you do. I say you do. (laughs) I know that if I want something told, there are certain people I need to tell it to. Oh, absolutely. Better than Facebook. Truly. Oh, yeah. Honest to God. Better than Facebook ever will be. Mm. They've got to reach far beyond facebook mm-hmm. it's really something else uh, I don't, don't i know it yeah don't i know it <laughs> <laughs> but it is culture around here i mean that's what i was telling dylan like that people just talk we don't have nothing else to do that's true i mean that's true there's there's nothing else to do there, we're professionals we're professional uh gossipers me and Dylan like to call them Jackson County chicken heads. We oh, just yeah. ramble right on and on and on and on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. They ain't nothing better than sitting on somebody's front porch, I feel like, and just gossiping. Mm-hmm. You know, hearing these old tales about uh, whoever going down the street. And did you hear about that one, that guy? Well, that I'll tell you what I heard. Went through. Yeah, I'll <laughs> tell you what I heard. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> how the conversation goes. Yep. Yep, every time. I heard old Tammy Sue got pregnant by that one, but well, I heard it was this other guy from another county, and he's got a wife and three kids. It's it's stuff like that. All the time. All the People time. are like, are these stories true? I'm like, yeah. 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 You don't have to make them up. No, it's entertainment. Yeah. I mean. And that's another thing. When you live in Appalachia, of course, there's there's times where you'll think of a funny story or something like that, but in Appalachia you don't necessarily have to look for content to talk Mm -mm. about or to make a little skit about or something like that you just have to think what happened at church last Sunday Mm -hmm. 
or what happened sitting on Papa's front porch, or what happened down at the dollar store or Save Lot. I mean, the family like dinners that. have killed me over this year. <laughs> I mean, I just, I'm like, do you all know what I do for a living now? Like, yeah. Are you yeah. are you sure you want to act like that? Yeah. Now that's something that I did want to ask you about. Do you have you ever been like out and about, say around a group of people, and because they know who you are. They kind of just be quiet, <laughs> like no. they don't say too much. I feel like I have this very unique quality that I can just make anybody feel comfortable around me. Well, that's good. And they will ramble and tell me everything they know. I'm like, honey, that is awful. <laughs> Are you kidding me? So you just add it on it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Ab- and I, awesome. Even before TikTok, I, I mean, it, even before anything, I love a good story. Oh, I, yeah. I love the drama. I believe everybody does, but not everybody's just to admit it. Yeah, I'll admit it. Don't, honey, I won't lie. That's why everybody loves you so much, though. That's why everybody wants to. If they don't relate to you, they want to relate to you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'd say people just go to your TikTok for numerous, of several hundred reasons. But they may be... Uh, a group of people out there be like, I wonder what happened today. Well, let's go get on Katie Combs' TikTok page. She'll be talking about it. I know, you know, I know like what I'll do. Yeah. When my cousin, uh, my cousin, I've talked about it on TikTok. He's having twins. I was telling you about it yeah, before yeah. we started. Yep. Um, I was the first in the family to know. Oh, He's yeah. like, you can't tell nobody. I'm like, mm. oh lord. Mess you up. know, as soon as I hung that phone up, I called my mom. I said, you will never believe it. <laughs> she was like, I FaceTimed her because I had to see yeah. her reaction. I was like, you'll never believe it. She's yeah. like, what? I said, Jonathan's having twins. She was like, what? Because <laughs> oh we didn't even know they were pregnant. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. that was a shock all in itself, but there was two. Yeah. I was like, don't tell them I told you. I'm not supposed to tell anybody. <laughs> She's like, I, I won't tell. Yeah, She's yeah. like, but when can I When when, when can I call Sonia, which is her sister, his mom? Yeah. I was like, I don't know. Just wait for her to call you. Don't say nothing. Oh, my God. That is a classic line right there that you just said. When can I tell this person? Well, I don't know. Just wait just, for me to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm the world's question. worst. I'm the world's worst. I'll call my mama and tell her everything. I, know. I mean, anything. I called my mother. She works full time. Yeah, yeah. I probably call her ten times a day. Oh yeah. If I don't, the other day I was real, real busy. I think it was Friday, and I had to go to town and do a couple things. And I was driving, and it got about one o'clock. And she had texted me and said, "Are you all right?" And I was driving. I couldn't text her back. And 30 minutes went by, and she called me. She's like, are you, what's what's wrong? I'm like, yeah. nothing. She's like, well, I was just making sure he's all right. And I, she's like, if you're busy, it's fine. I was like, I'm fine, honey. She's like, okay, I just hadn't heard from you. Yeah, I'm driving. I'm driving, Mom. I'll call you. Don't yeah. worry. Don't worry. That's good. You always need somebody like that to check up on you and stuff. You know? oh, yeah. Does anybody ever try to, like, calm you down hey you shouldn't say this you shouldn't say oh that. my mom because sometimes i'll if it's a little much i'm like should i post this yeah and sometimes she'll be like well i don't know and i'm like well i'm doing it anyway yeah and then if something well, i mean who cares yeah. what are y'all gonna do yeah for real and then if something happens she'll be like well i, tr- I tried to tell you i'm like well yeah i know but it's yeah. all right it don't matter yeah. what are they gonna do what are they gonna do what are they going to do? You can't take your birthday. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, we're still celebrating. Yeah. <laughs> that's, I believe that's the best way to be. You know, if you maybe don't know whether to post something or not, just post it. Just yeah. go with it. You know, because well, it's usually something that somebody wants to hear or wants to say. Well, when there's so many 
everybody gets canceled for anything and everything. They do. And once you do get a phone, you're like, oh my god, I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings. Yeah. And I wouldn't. I don't want somebody to take something out of context. Yeah. So I, I do. I don't say paranoid or worry about it, but like, I mean, if you really know me, you know that I'm not going to hurt feelings. Oh yeah. I mean, unless yeah. you're mean to me, then I really will hurt your feelings. Oh yeah. I'd say you could too. Oh wow. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would. I sure would. Yeah. I sure you would. have to be. Uh, I mean, on this podcast, you know, if there's somebody coming on and they're talking about a sensitive subject, whether it be drug abuse or domestic violence or something or some just hilarious story. Mm-hmm. If there's somebody involved in the story, uh, I always say, hey, you might want to leave their name out. Mm-hmm. Anybody else is free game. Right. You know, uh, I do tell everybody that, you know, when it's dealing with a sensitive subject, you know, you don't want to put certain people on front street mm-hmm. uh, for legal reasons, too. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to think about that. Obviously, the bigger your following gets, the more you have to think about things like oh, that. Oh, yeah definitely it's 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 kind of crazy but at the same time you know if you didn't want me to tell it you shouldn't have been treating me bad yeah that's huge i mean i agree with you that's kind of how i feel about it even though i'm not gonna i mean i would never you would have to make me real mad before i told all your business like bad you know what i mean oh yeah I'm not just yeah. going to go out you. I mean, I changed all the all the names in my stories. I've changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, and I said the other day, or I made a video the other day. They're not all from people. I mean, the maybe one of them is from somebody that I know in real life. Yeah. I mean, like the stories about my childhood and my crazy ass family. That's one thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I can. That's my story to tell. Y'all done put me through it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll tell on you. Uh, you own that. Yeah. But I mean the other the other little stories. People email people email me the craziest stuff. Oh, I can't even imagine. I'm like I can't even say that. Yeah. TikTok will take that down. Yeah, I'd say you get some wild stuff. But it's all the same. I mean, everybody's having affairs. Nobody knows who their baby daddy is. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Talk about this. Tell this. Tell that. Yeah. But like I can't tell it, but you can. I'm like, okay. See, that's what I'm talking about. They use you kind of as an outlet to vent mm-hmm. from because everyone every now and then you'll run up on somebody in life that really just does not care you know uh, to say whatever's on their mind i'm like that yeah <coughs> excuse me uh i don't care you know if something i say offends somebody or something like i'm not out to intentionally hurt anybody i'm just kind of a naturally blunt person mm-hmm. and if you get offended by something I say, that's kind of your fault. Hmm. Or that's on you, really. I, I, you know? I know what you mean. So, uh, but knowing things, uh, people, I'm sure, just like you said, email you, call you, text you all the time. Hey, I got something I got something juicy for you to talk about. Oh, yeah. People do me that way all the time. Hey, I heard this is going on. And... I won't talk about anything on here unless I vet it and make sure that it is true. And uh, unless it's just fun little gossip, kind of like what you do. Mm -hmm. But now if it's something pretty serious, I'll go through the motions and make sure it's true. And I haven't talked about a lot of it on here uh, just because of who (laughs) it has to deal with. Mm -hmm. But one of these days... Honey, I would I'm love going, to know. Oh, I know you would. 
I know some things on people that work directly next to these people, and they think that they wouldn't tell nothing on them whatsoever. They're best friends, and all the while, God, you're going to tell they're me. telling this person, and this person's telling me. Mm. Do you, I can't believe you You got to hear what she said, or you got to hear what they, he said, or mm-hmm. this couple's going out with this other couple. And oh, listen. <laughs> the things that happen behind closed doors. Yeah. Of people that you would never think. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, don't I know? I, I'd say, I mean, you're probably talking about the same people. You don't, honey, you never know. You never know. We'll talk about it when we get done recording. I would love <laughs> to. Your gospel for an hour. <laughs> I would love to. It will. You probably wouldn't be surprised by it. Uh, I'm not surprised by anything. Either. No, you can't be nowadays. No. People are just, I feel like, I mean, and I hate to say it, but there's just not a whole lot of morality anymore. No, they ain't. I don't Sadly. know what's happened. Um, but there's just people just do and whatever. Any, I mean, with are not worried about any kind of repercussions or consequences mm-mm. at all. Mm-mm. But I mean, it's their life, I guess. Yeah, everybody can live their life the way they want to. Just be prepared for people to talk about you. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, that's that's kind of goes hand in hand. If you're going going to go out here and Dust up some uh, dirt. Mm-hmm. Be ready for somebody to sweep it up. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, mm. that's good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 kind of funny what really outlandish stuff people tell me. Oh, like, we live in a small town. Yeah. And I feel like that goes. I mean, I think that's why a lot of my stories are so relatable. Is because there are so many small towns in America, well, and we're all doing the same things. Yeah, absolutely. Everybody. I mean, what's happening here is for sure happening down the road. Guarantee it. Yeah. I put, I put this. I built this table right here. This is real nice. I put this table on it. <laughs> I bet this table this is, is somebody. Real nice. Thank you. I built. I, uh, I put this table on it with. There's somebody within five miles, just uh, chattering away about somebody. Oh, uh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. For sure. That's just well. It's just like you said. It's part of Appalachian culture. Yeah. To sit and bicker and go on and on. Yeah. Pass the time, you know. Because there's literally nothing else to do. Really ain't. Go to work, come home, and that's about it. Take care of your babies. Yeah, I've made um, a really good friend uh, on TikTok, and he's in Dallas. Oh, yeah. And, like, sometimes I'll be saying stuff. He's like, I don't even... He's like, you are speaking a different language. Like, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) And he lives, like, in this... I mean, well, it's in Dallas. It's like a <coughs> massive city, and he would like he was like send me a picture, and there's, I'm like, where are all them cars going? Yeah. What is it? Because like, I mean, at my house, you can't even see another house. Like, oh yeah. We live on 13 acres, and you can't see anybody. Wow. And I could not imagine living in some big city like that. I, I'm uncomfortable in Lexington. Oh, I don't drive in. Oh no, I I've been to Sam's Club a million times, and I can I can't figure out how to get there. Even with yeah. the GPS, I get lost. Well, I, I can get around pretty good off the first couple, three or four exits, and after that, no. Nope. Yeah, I can do Hamburg. I'm not real good with Hamburg, actually. <laughs> I can get to Target, and I can get to Costco. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm, well, Dylan drives a truck, and I blame him, because, like, he knows where everything is. Oh, yeah, he's got to know. I mean, he probably go with that. He don't even use a map. Yeah, yeah. And... I've just got used to it. I just sit and look out the window, and I don't pay attention to where we're going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, you don't know where we're at? I'm like, no. Yeah. 
Not at all. I, I mean, I couldn't get you out of here if you wanted me to. <laughs> Truly. Yeah. Truly. That's kind of the way I am. I'm really good off the 104. After that, it starts going downhill. Yeah, not me. You don't know where nothing's at. Yeah. Don't know where nothing's I, I, I don't know. People, people in Lexington are really different. I mean, I know some really good people in Lexington. Oh, yeah. There's good. I'm not saying they're bad people and everything. I mean, there's good people and bad people everywhere. It's just a different culture. It's just a different culture up there. It's a big city, you know. Yeah. I consider Lexington the big city. It is. You know, and Louisville even bigger. I've been one time. I'll not go back. I've been a couple times. We was up there with our boy Brody mm-hmm. uh, when he had to have heart surgery when he was a baby. And we stayed right in the middle of downtown Louisville. Mm. And uh, they put us up in the Ronald McDonald house over there. Uh, and the parking lot to the Ronald McDonald house was across the street. And there was this big block or a big cement wall, you know, that separated uh, everything and it was me being in corrections i know what these meant and it was tagged up with these gang signs Mm. and i'm like i know what that means and i know what this means and i know what all these tags mean Mm -hmm. and i told pat says i'm gonna have to shoot our way out of here (laughs) and we was there for like a week going from there to coceres children's hospital i don't know if you've ever been there but that's a really good hospital. They worked a miracle for my boys, and God did too. But that's a, man, that's a sketchy neighborhood right there. Yeah. And there's females and males, you know, everybody coming in and out of that parking garage, and mm-hmm. it's just really sketch. Mm-hmm. Super, super dangerous place. I just don't like to go nowhere. <coughs> and I feel like Maybe. that's another part of culture. And, I mean, I don't know if you're this way, but, like, my pa, he, I've never seen the man go farther than 20 miles away from the house he, we'd go on vacation he'd Smart stay guy. home yeah he'd stay home oh baby and i'm now that i've gotten older like i've seen gatlinburg so many times i could puke i'm sick of <laughs> yeah. pigeon forge <laughs> i love dolly parton honey but dolly dollywood's got so high you can't afford to go oh my god you'll have to sell your wheels and tires before you can get in well uh i got a buddy that i work with right side by side goes on like five six cruises a year he's a him and his wife i would not get on the middle of oh no they are so much cheaper though than pigeon forge oh well you could go to the beach for a week you could for i mean it's 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 gotten outrageous i mean it really has it's unreal he goes for like these week-long cruises Mm -hmm. to i mean across the world Mm -hmm. literally for 600 bucks that's insane yeah. That is but I couldn't get on a boat out in the middle of the ocean. I would get out there and panic. I, I think I, 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 I say I could, but again, I've never been on one. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it'd be like. Not but afraid. the thing about it is, the thing that really freaks me out about it is that once you're on that boat, you're, you're there. Yeah. And it's not like that you can get off at the next stop or whatever and Come home. Ta- hitch a ride home or yeah. something other, you know. You're, you're done. Yeah. Yeah. You're in it for a long haul. Now, we went to um, Panama City back in 21, I think, and we got there Saturday, and it got Thursday. I was like, we're leaving. Oh, yeah? I was like, we're going, to, we're going home. <laughs> and Dylan's like, what? He's like, we can stay till you know, Saturday. I was like, no, I've seen enough. I'm, I'm ready to head right back up the mountain. I've, I, I'm done. Done. Yeah. Done. Yeah, it don't take me long to start missing home. Yeah, I'm homebody. Yeah, I am too. Super, super big homebody. 
Yeah. I'm eating this cough drop and making myself sound stupid on here. You're fine. But uh, they ain't no better place than home, in mm-hmm. my opinion. No, you know, a lot of my friends, I'm well, I'm 26, so a lot of my friends, like, they're either settling down or they're still a little bit wild. Like, oh, yeah. you've got a good mixture going around and... They're like, they don't even invite me to go anywhere anymore. Oh, yeah. They know Katie's not coming. Um, don't even invite her. She's not coming. She's she not loves coming. us, but she's not coming. Yeah. She's not coming. And I, I mean, we're, where I got married at 16, I feel like I'm 35. You know oh, yeah. what I mean? I'm so settled and so just content with life. Yeah. You know, we've, we've, we're, we've done been through it. I'm, hey, I'm ready to sit. Oh, I don't think so either. It's the best I, life in the world. I would not have it any other way. Yeah. I am very content with the way things are in my life. I've got a, a, a gorgeous wife that treats me like a baby. i got two wonderful boys. i got a pretty place. You couldn't want much more. Well, I mean, i got my health. i got my boys' health, my wife, my mom and dad, all of them's healthy. I That's mean, a what, blessing. It's such a blessing because you hear all the time about these people. Well, Lord, guess who's got cancer? All the time. Or guess who wrecked today or... It's, and, it, and the it's thing horrible. is, it could change in, the, in a moment's notice. Oh, yeah. 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 <clears throat> There's a young lady I'm sure you heard about just a couple of weeks ago died. She is 42, I believe. I don't know if I... Oh, yeah, I know exactly who you're Yeah, I don't about. know if I should say her name or not. They may not want me to, but I mean... You just don't never know, truly. You just don't never know. And she was one of the nicest ladies there was. Yeah. And we, it just hit her. Well, you know, Dylan's sister, she was 25 years old, and she was heading to... Um, I don't know if she was heading to work. She was going to school to be a nurse, and uh, somebody high on pills hit her head on. Really? Hit her head on. Killed her. And, you know, Dylan's poor mommy's never been the same. Yeah. I mean, she tries, but, I mean, how do you come back from something like that? I don't know. If people would focus on things like that, what could be, Mm -hmm. instead of what is mm-hmm. you know little things like gossiping about somebody mm-hmm. or, or just little frivolous things you know and i'm guilty of it too i try to focus on it but i'm nowhere near as much as i should but if people would just really sit down and maybe think about how blessed they are right in that moment mm-hmm. just to even have food in your refrigerator is a blessing because lord there's people in this county that don't have nothing oh absolutely and you know we grew up so poor my mom was a single mother um you know it'd be time for school and i'd have one pair of shoes and a couple pair of pants and we had food stamps and you know that's that's how we lived we lived by our grandparents and there was a lot of nights that if you know i didn't live by my nanny and paul then we wouldn't have dinner oh yeah and so now to become an adult and have things just little things, you know. We we would we never could go out to eat really growing up, and to go and get a pizza. Mm-hmm. Or I'm just sometimes I look at life and I'm just so content and I'm so thankful. Yeah. That you know my daughter's not going to have to struggle and she's not going to know that struggle of growing growing up without. Yeah. And it's just it's it's a blessing. I mean, it really is. It really is a blessing. It is. People spoiled to death too, mm-hmm. you know, and don't even realize it. You know, I don't know. But you know, all these things that you're talking about here is what uh, is what part is part of the attraction to you from all the all your fans and followers and stuff like that because you're just as real as you can be, and this country is cornbread, and people just like you said a few minutes ago are finding out 
that Appalachian people are some of the best, genuine. most wholesome, genuine, interesting people in this world. Mm-hmm. And they flock to them. Mm-hmm. They flock to them yep. in every way, shape, or form. Very talented. Very, Very talented. talented people. It's unreal at just in the last few days how many talented people I've been introduced to singers and comedians mm-hmm. and stuff like that you know uh that i feel very fortunate to have met or otherwise i you know i would just hear about them much less i got to meet these people that's awesome you know and getting to meet you mm-hmm. you know i <laughs> i don't know what it would feel like to have that kind of following you know it's it's incredible i don't i don't feel any different yeah. well, <laughs> see, that's, that's another attraction to you from all these people i really honest to god it feels like i'm just getting on there and rambling to my friends honest to god that's what people like honestly um but there there is a lot of talented people here in appalachia i mean my grandfather uh my paul as i call him yeah um you know he has eighth grade education he he um he worked two or three jobs Uh i mean one of the smartest people you'll ever meet you'll ask him a math question and he i mean i I couldn't even type it in on a calculator, and he, he'll oh, answer. Yeah. You know, just naturally just, smart people. Just smart, talented. I mean. Now I was gonna do something here, if it's all right with you. I, I mean, sure, honey. To pull up your account. Absolutely. Is that okay? I don't. I, don't I mean, if not, that's cool too. No, I don't. If I, I can get care. my mouse to work. I'm gonna pull the screen up here for y'all, and show you Katie's TikTok. Mm-hmm. You can see I've been researching. <laughs> now, what is the Backroads of Appalachia? I've seen that on uh, Facebook. <coughs> Backroads of Appalachia. <coughs> excuse me. The CEO of Backroads of Appalachia is Eric Hubbard. Okay. He uh, is uh, the CEO, of course, like I said. And their goal is uh, economic development through motorsports so they put on these motorsports uh races rally races and car car shows was well, they like the they ones did. down there at the mexican opals the other day yes okay yeah they uh when backroads of appalachia has these people come into town they take over the town they spent a lot of money in this town uh i was ha- i had the opportunity back this past summer to meet uh, um, the Subaru Rally Race Team. Honey, I love my Subaru. It will go with the Oh, my God. I've got a little Subaru it's Forester, unreal. honey, and it will go. It is unreal how it's fast. Unreal. They was down turkey foot. What is that? Oh, that's TikTok. <laughs> I didn't know what that was. <laughs> it was an automobile. Hush, hush up a second. <laughs> uh, they was down in turkey foot, and you know about turkey foot. Mm-hmm. Just... Gravel roads, potholes, cliffs, and this guy was going 124 miles an hour. Well, he surely got a death wish. Oh, my God. So talented. Nerves of steel. I couldn't do it. I drive like a little grandma. <laughs> I do, too. I drive really slow. The top one. Oh, is that it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I was going to play a little video and give people, if you don't mind. Honey, I don't care. uh, This is a good one. I watched this earlier today. 
made a grave mistake today. When I say we, I mean my husband Dylan. Between the holidays, this bout of insomnia, and Aunt Flo coming last week, I've been exhausted. <laughs> so I hand my seven-month-old daughter to her dad, my husband Dylan, and I fall asleep on the couch in our living room. And before I fall asleep, I tell him, she's going to need a nap about five o'clock. She takes her last nap, okay? He seemed to understand. I wake up, and they're having a Wiggles party, okay? <laughs> ring, 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 ring. Put on the phone. <laughs> through the house. Oh, and man. I don't know how I don't hear all this, because I'm literally in the living room where they're at. They've had the biggest time ever was. I've been playing toys, toys everywhere. And I wake up, and it's about 30 minutes until her bedtime. Rubbing her eyes, I said, did she not take a nap? He said, no, we was playing. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> we don't skip naps in this house. We need our rest. It was like resting a pig to get her in her jammies. Yeah. Squalling, doing the worst. The child <clears throat> barely made it through drinking her bottle before she went to sleep. We do not skip naps in this house. <laughs> Listen, we nearly made a grave mistake today. When I say we... <laughs> that is so funny. And it's so real, too. Uh, that's 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 everyday life for people. Oh, I nearly... I, was, I don't know how I slept through it all. Because, I mean, the Wiggles was blaring. And the Wiggles have been around a minute. So you've probably watched the Wiggles. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm like, how are these people dancing up and doing... I mean, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and I just passed out. I, I don't, I was exhausted. <laughs> I was exhausted. And Dylan, um, he's laid off right now. Mm-hmm. It's slowed down for the winter and he's laid off right now. So he's getting a taste of being home all the time. Oh, yeah. And I was like, here you go. You, you can, you can take care of her. Yeah. Give mama a break. Yeah. Get uh, a taste of this. So I wake up and it's almost her bedtime. And I thought, well, I'm going to go take a shower before. Um, I get her ready for bed because I have her on a strict schedule. Like she sleeps. You have to. Yeah, she sleeps through the night, twelve hours a night. She goes wow. to bed at eight o'clock. Wakes That's awesome. up. It's a blessing. Yeah. The whole time I was pregnant, I was like, Lord, please let this child sleep because I cannot go without sleep. Mm-hmm. And ever since she was about two or three months old, she's pretty much slept through the night. Yeah. Um. So I go get in the shower and I hear her start crying. I'm like, Oh God. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, What is wrong? Yeah. And I was like, Did she take a nap? He was like, No. He was playing. Oh. And I mean, when when I play with her, it's one thing, but he's like, he's putting out all the effects. I mean, he's oh, real, they're playing hard. Out. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, oh my God. I was like, okay, I've got to get out of the shower. I mean, they bust in and I'm, I'm in the shower. I'm like, get out. <laughs> Go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, well, we're bust her hard. I was feeding her a bottle and she was like, try, nodding out. I'm like, this poor child is exhausted. Her mm. daddy has wore her out. Yeah. That was one thing that me and my wife, it, I don't want to sound morbid or anything, but our boys was in the hospital for 97 days. Mm-hmm. They was in the NICU. And if there is any one good thing that came out of that, it was that our boys was on a sleep schedule from day one. You have to. For Yeah. I mean, even when they was smaller than that bottle of water mm-hmm. right there. Uh they had them in their incubators or whatever, and they put them down at the at the. Which I mean, you know, they was helpless. Obviously, uh, had a lot of 
health problems and stuff like that. So they would slept a whole lot. Mm-hmm. And they was on oxygen and everything like that which the doctor said soothed them to sleep so my boys have never had an issue sleeping all through the night Mm. so if there is one good thing come from the stay at the NICU that's probably what it was yeah because when we came home with them not not a problem either at that point either so yeah it was it was the best and worst experience of my life. <laughs> oh, yeah, honey. There's nothing like a baby that'll make you pray. Oh, my God. Yeah. They was people in other states praying for our boys. Oh, I could I, I, Lucy, when she was born, she come out sunny side up. Mm-hmm. And so when she did, she swallowed a lot of fluid. Oh, okay. Um, so the night, I had her at like 5.45 at night. And she started puking up like green. Uh-huh. And they took her to the NICU and was doing x-rays and... Uh, making sure that she didn't kind of have any kind of extru- uh, obstruction. And that is the most helpless feeling yeah. in the world. It is. I mean, it it is. I, they took me down there, and I... Sorry. Those nurses are angels. Oh, my God, yes. Angels. Yeah. And, you know, there she was, hooked up to all this these little... I don't even know what it was. And I just started crying. I was like, I looked at that nurse. I was like, I don't typically cry, but this is awful. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's there's an. I mean, I got in the shower. Dylan found me in the shower at the hospital, just sobbing and praying. Like I prayed like I hadn't prayed in years. You will. I mean, It'll bring you close to God. Oh, absolutely. Going through something like that. I, I, having a child has ve- has very much um, brought me closer to the Lord. Absolutely, it will. It yeah. about has to. When you go through uh, a, an awesome, magical experience and traumatic at the same time, mm-hmm. you know, I know, I remember when uh, my wife had our boys, they immediately took them to the NICU and put them in incubators and stuff like that. My, have you ever held a flashlight to your hand? Mm-hmm. You glow red? Mm-hmm. That's what they look like. You could see their heart beating inside their chest. It's like physically see their heart. Scariest thing ever was. And uh, I was so dumb to to what was going on. I thought, I was like, when are they going to let us go home? You know? Well, you're probably just in shock, too. I, was, I mean, I was. I was in shock. They were born at 24 weeks, is that what you told weeks, me? Yep. So I was like, well, I can't wait to get them to the house, you know? And then. Literally smaller, they could have fit inside that bottle of water. Mm. And I was like, "Yeah, I can't wait to get them home." <laughs> you know, and them sitting here fighting for their life, mm-hmm. but I didn't realize it. You know, and then the the NICU nurse comes out and she's like, uh, "Are you the father?" And I said, "Yeah." She's like, "Okay, come in here and see your boys." So I came in there, and uh, she's like, "Stick your hand through the incubators into these gloves." She said, "But whatever you do, don't stroke their skin." So just mean. pat them she said because if you stroke them you'll tire their skin oh how pitiful it, she said it was thinner than what's that real thin stuff <laughs> <laughs> you're really narrowing down there for me yeah, it was really really thin whatever it was so thin that just barely touching them would have tore their skin bless their heart and I was thinking I'm ready to go home you know but uh, uh just to brag on my wife a minute she uh Gave birth to my boy C-section. Obviously had to. And, uh, of course, and remember, she was she gave birth at 24 weeks. You're not 
as far as I know, you're not supposed to be able to produce breast milk at that mm-hmm. that early. She did. That's a blessing. Such a blessing. I, yeah. It, it, there is no doubt in my mind God knew that they needed that because there's something inside in the breast mm-hmm. milk. The colostrum and stuff. Colostrum. It's better than any medicine mm-hmm. the doctor can give. Mm-hmm. So it was just God knowing that they needed it. And she started pumping. And before we knew it, we had to buy a freezer to go on our deck. To That's a blessing. See, I nev- my milk never really came in. I never. Lucy's on formula, which, you know, fed is best. I'm uh-huh. a huge advocate of that. Breastfeeding is a whole journey in itself. Yeah. I wish I could have done it, but it seems like a lot. Well, I tell you what, it would take a. This is why it takes a woman to have a baby. There's no, there's no man I can imagine having the patience and the willpower, and just the pure strength to go through something like that. Because my wife, for I think six months, had to pump breast milk every two hours. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it, it it's amazing. It's insane. It's insane. And, uh, they said, don't stop pumping because you never know when it'll dry up or something, yeah. you know. So, buddy, religiously, every two Bless hours for, I think, I may be wrong about the Through time. Through the night, night and everything? Oh, yeah. Oh. She never got more than two hours sleep at a time for months. Bless her heart. And uh, that's why a man would never be able to, to do childbirth. <laughs> there is no way. But listen, you'll do anything for them babies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you, and I said it the other, I was talking about it the other day. You, you know, you hear people talk about the love that you have for your child, but until you have one, yeah, you have no idea what you're even talking Can't about. Can't yourself for it. No, uh-uh. no. I mean, you know, me and Dylan, we were married eight years before I got pregnant. Oh, really? And um, you're never ready. Somebody said the other day, I'm. I don't feel like I'm ready. Well, you don't. You're you're not ever ready. No, if you're waiting out there, if you're out there, and you're waiting till you're ready to be a ain't, mom or dad, ain't gonna you ain't never gonna have one. Ain't gonna have Might as well just do it. Um, but I mean, they're God. What what did you do before them? Like now, I'm like God. What did what did we do? That's what me and Patsy say all the time. What did we do before we had kids? Just sitting here to look at each other. That's what me because me and them <laughs> were married forever, and I was like, I don't I don't know what we did. I have no idea. I can't remember. I physically can't remember what we did. Yeah. I guess we just went out and ate and hung out, slept, hung slept. Out, slept. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah, but I, don't know. I wouldn't trade it for nothing. Oh no, I couldn't imagine twins. I said I wanted twins, but now after having one, I couldn't imagine two at the same time. Yeah. Uh, numerous people told us that if you want twins it's better to have them the first time you go around mm-hmm. as opposed to having one and then twins mm-hmm. because it's like double hard mm-hmm. you know having one and then having twins we don't know any different yeah you know and it was hard because even when they came home they was on oxygen and heart monitors really for a long time and they had doctor's appointments out the you know what i would say and so. it's uh, uh, Hauling two diaper bags, two oxygen tanks, two ba- uh, mm. heart monitors, two babies, two car seats. Oh yeah, that's was, a lot. That's a lot. a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> it was it was amazing, but uh, yeah, they're perfectly healthy now. They're probably up there beating each other's brains out right now. <laughs> I'd say so, little boys. <laughs> yeah, they get. I'd into say it. they're wild little hillbilly children. Yeah, they get into it pretty hard sometimes. <laughs> I try not to step in in the middle of them because. The Good best, for him. The best way to learn is to get knocked down a few times. Yeah. And what better person to do it than, than your brother. brother. Yeah. Yeah. I believe that's I believe that's true. 
Now, uh, have you have you got like any plans? Are you you? Nobody wants you to stop. You ain't got no plans of letting up, do you? No, I mean I enjoy it. Like yeah, you seem like you have fun. I re- I do. I have fun. Like I love talking to everybody. I love going live and talking to everybody. Um, I read the majority of my comments. I mean, I get a lot of comments, and I don't reply to. Obviously, I don't reply to them all. But well, there's thousands. Uh, yeah, I I try to I try to reply to every or not reply, but reading. Um, it's just fun, man. I mean, yeah. you get people from all over the country, yeah. people that relate, people from all over the world. Um, for some reason, I have like ten percent of my followings in. Is it in Ireland or? Wow. Somewhere crazy. That's crazy, ain't it? Yeah. All these different countries. Look, what are y'all doing over there? Yeah. I didn't understand. You know, I got a notification today that the podcast has got picked up in Nigeria now. Really? And I'm like, they got TikTok in Nigeria? Uh, Yeah. You know, that may sound foolish and closed-minded of me to say something like that, but uh, I'm like... It's just mind-blowing how far it can reach. Yeah. And especially coming from a little hauler. I was talking about that last night, like... I've lived in a holler. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I've not been exposed to much, truly. Yeah. Um, so for people in South Africa and Ireland and to be hopping on these lives and talking to me, I'm like, what are y'all even... I thought them places might be fake. I wasn't even for sure that they were really there. <laughs> I mean, I know y'all said yeah, they yeah. was, but I didn't know. Uh-huh. I didn't know for sure if I believed That's kind of how I feel about it, too. I'm like, are, are, do they translate? To Nigerian or and mm-hmm. Polish and well, I get all the time. Can can you please put captions because they don't know what I'm saying. Oh, really? Yeah, I guess okay. I don't know if it's in a different language or they just can't understand my accent. Yeah, probably a little bit of both. Probably a little bit of both. I know Spotify and some other platforms uh, transcribe. Mm-hmm. I guess it's called transcribe. The episode, the podcast, like where, the captions. Yeah, the captions to whatever country or whoever they're listening, because I didn't know. I'm like, how are they gonna follow the podcast or know what the heck we're talking about? Mm-hmm. But they they closed caption it or whatever that's called. So it's pretty cool, and uh, yeah, uh, your page is awesome. I love it. I I I follow you. Obviously, I ain't logged in here. It would say, but. Uh, it's it's an amazing thing that you're doing. I, I really enjoy watching you. It's funny. I feel like that we're doing that. I'm listening to somebody just so real and so genuine, just like we are now. We've just been talking about whatever yeah. here for the past thirty minutes. I told you I'll ramble. Yeah, I will. I'll, I'll ramble right on. And on. <clears throat> that's what people like. That's what people want to hear. You know. Yeah. The world is such a fast-paced place. People may use your platform to kind of just chill out yeah we try i try to keep it calm slow pace i'm not all i i don't i don't like the fast pace yeah i I can't keep up it's something else i can't keep up with it there's a there's another guy on tiktok and i can't remember his name right now but he's super popular on there something to do with hockey uh, that's not on my algorithm. <laughs> well, it's not about hockey. He just oh. he's a real big hockey fan. Okay. He don't make videos about hockey, but he lives in like this little bitty shed. He's in Canada, I know, and he's got this real big mustache, and he's starts every video with "Hello, buddy." I can't. I don't think just, I've seen him. I'll, I'll find his page and send it to you. 
but uh, Hawkeye or something like that. I'll find it. But uh, there's all kinds of kinds out there. Oh yeah. And you know, That's honestly, crazy. I love to follow people that are completely opposite than me. And you probably don't know who I'm talking about, but there's this guy on here uh, or on TikTok. His name's Dante James, I think, and he is married. His husband is named JB, and he calls him his time traveling Amish. Boyfriend, and they—I mean—they're completely opposite than oh me. And I sit and I watch them, and I crack up, and I send them to my friends, and I'm like, they—we have nothing in common, but I love them. Oh yeah, what's his name on there? Dante, Dante Elizabeth James is what I, I think—that's what his name is. And I mean, I just crack up. That's what I love about TikTok is because I mean, you never know what you'll see on there. Absolutely. Okay. My southern I was gonna uh, try to find that guy. Right quick and show him to you. I can't remember, but you know how that algorithm is. It'll probably pull it up. Oh, it'll be as soon as I get in the truck. It'll it'll pop up on my phone. Yeah, they're listening to us. Is that him? Well, I just clicked off of it. I'm gonna try to find it here right quick. <coughs> is that him? Anyway, I'll find it and send it to you. And uh, I can feel my blood pressure go down when this guy talks. Really? Oh, it's so, just so relaxing. He cooks on the channel, and he's got a fireplace going. He's got a couple border collies sitting on the, uh, laying on the bed. And okay. he acts like he's fixing me, the viewer, something to eat. Oh, I don't think I've seen him. That's so awesome. He's just so... It's just so calm. It's relaxing. Just relaxing, and I am nothing like that. Yeah. I'm ready to go. Ready to go. I'm <laughs> on the tip of my toes all the time. And to hear somebody like that, you just kind of just sit there and go, <sighs> yeah. just take a breath. You know? Yeah. And that's what I think. That's what that's what I know people get out of your TikTok channel. They get time to just sit and laugh and feel like they're really connected to you. And what you do and talk about. It's 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 refreshing for a lot of people, I know without a doubt in my mind. Well, I appreciate it, honey. I just like I said, I just get on there and ramble. Yeah. And sometimes I'll just have a thought and I'm like, I'm gonna tell everybody that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling everybody. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling a lot of people. And, and then I just sit in my car and Yeah. And just tell them. Yeah. And sometimes I'm like, Oh my god. Did you see the Loretta video the other day about Leonard Skinner. I, I, I probably should not post this because everybody in the world's going to see this. I've called the alter ego. Her name's Loretta, and we don't let her out. Your alter ego? Yeah, her name's Loretta. Okay. And she likes Marlboro Lights and cranberry <laughs> vodka, and she will beat the hell out of a tambourine. <laughs> and we don't let her out because yeah. um, I have to deal with the aftermath, and I'm not able no more. Yeah. I'm not able. Um <laughs> Funny. And we've not we've not let her out since September 2021. Okay, got her under lock and key, huh? Under the jail. Under the jail. Under the jail. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. she's wild. You can't do nothing with her. Now was she on that video? Was it Loretta on? The oh no, no, she's okay. on locking. No, she's oh, not allowed okay. out. Oh, okay. <laughs> she's not allowed out. <laughs> I was just telling you know when Leonard Skinner comes on the radio, it just it just really does something to me. Like yeah. I can't. It, I mean, I'll be in Walmart. I'm like, oh, God, we got to go. Oh, my God. <laughs> we got to go. <laughs> we got to get out here. We can't be listening to this. <laughs> well, if you ever come back, I'll have to have Leonard playing. <laughs> no. <laughs> Don't do it. 
Don't do it. Don't do it. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. But I, I thought, well, maybe I shouldn't post this because I know half my family and then Dylan's family sees it. And I'm like, you know, we grew up in the Holiness Church and there's no telling what they think of me now. And I still love the Lord. Oh, yeah. I know you. Amen. Know. Praise God. Yeah, hallelujah. <laughs> 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 um, but, you know, I've just, uh, <coughs> you just, I, you can't worry about what they think. And one no. thing that I've learned is your greatest blessings, a lot of times you are holding them back. Fear is holding them back mm-hmm. the majority of the time in people's, people's thoughts. And I just, I mean, you can't care what people think. Boy, that's so true. That's so true. Fear will hold you back. That's good. That's a that's a actually a really good piece of advice for me because as blunt and as in your face type of person I am, I do hold back on this podcast a little bit. Don't do it. Why? I don't know. There's things I want to talk about. Are you afraid somebody's going to talk about it or judge you? I, man, this is going to go against everything that I that I believe in and have told my whole life. But I'm a I, I, I'm afraid of what people will will say, and that's so crazy. Well, honey, guess, they're going to talk about something regardless. You might as well give them something I know, to talk but about. Talking to you is giving me the strength to talk about. I mean, it, truly, so they're going to be talking about somebody anyway. I'll give them something. You want to talk about something? We'll, we'll talk. Give what's that? What's that old song? Let's give them something to talk. Amen, about. Amen, yeah. honey. Give yeah. them something to talk about. Yeah, that's that's giving me a little bit of a little bit of. Hitching my giddy up there to just go ahead and talk about these things because there's some pretty hot topics in rolling around in my mind that nobody wants to talk about because of the subject matter. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've wanted to do it for a long time. And it may just be me talking into that camera right there and with nobody across the table, but that's fine because, you know, I don't want to include anybody on my rants and stuff like mm-hmm. that and i'm sure you understand that but uh yeah i i am so not the type to worry about things like that but well when you're on a platform crazy. and you don't know who will see it it's different when you're talking to somebody one-on-one like me and you talking yeah. if i told you something i know that you're hearing it but getting on the internet and telling something is completely different because you don't know who's watching That's true. you don't know who's listening you know, you don't know who's sharing that video and who's sending it to who and what they're saying. That's true. Because let me tell you, I about shit a brick when everybody <laughs> in the county started following me. I was like, oh, oh God. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, see, that's kind of the thing with me, too. And the thing is, even if you block them, they can still find you. Yeah. Yeah, they can. Yeah. 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 Yeah, oh. my, dad's, my dad's like, you don't need to be on there cussing. I'm like, Dad, I cuss in real life. Yeah. We're not going to be fake. No. He's like, the Lord don't like that. I'm like, you literally are a hater. <laughs> I'm like, you and Jackie are living together. You want to talk about sin? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, you want to get saved, honey? You and Jackie better get married. Or no. you're on a one-way ticket to hell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, family gatherings are real. <clears throat> Poor Dylan don't know what to think. Yeah, I'd like to be a fly on the wall at a family reunion. I mean, I'm sure he'd let you come. Come on over, honey. <laughs> I'd be an honorary cousin or something Who, for the day. He invites anybody. I, I called him. My friend uh, that I made, he's in Dallas, and he didn't have anywhere to go for Thanksgiving. I'm like, honey, we'll just come on over. Yeah. He's like, really? I'm like, yeah, you can come to dinner. We don't care. Yeah. And he, he's that. like, he started looking at, like, hotels close, and he's like, it sounds fun, but then it sounds like a lot of work. I'm like, <laughs> it would be exciting. Yeah. Oh, I guarantee that. Be I exciting. That. 
Yeah, I think I'm going to take your advice and just quit quit uh, concerning myself with it and just tell it. Might as well. Now, I ain't talking about, like for everybody out there listening, I'm not talking about telling all the stuff that I know <laughs> that I'm being told. Y'all better act right. I will one of these days. <laughs> I promise you, I will one of these days because it's a lot of stuff that needs to be told. I mean, I'll tell it. So I will one of these days, but uh, just topics that I feel like need to be talked about, you know, that uh, maybe people's too ashamed to talk about or just kind of taboo to, to bring up. I tell it. I'm going to. It's your platform. What are they going to do? That's exactly that's right. What are they going to do? They're going to like it or hate it. Yeah. You'll be surprised. Yeah. I've always said no matter if I had 50,000 listeners or a one, mm-hmm. I'd still do this podcast. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, for it. I mean, I've been doing TikTok for a year now, and I made daily videos since. Um, I think I started like daily videos in April, and I I had about twenty thousand followers, and then in like October is when it started blowing up. Oh, and I mean, yeah. I did it every day, regardless. You know. I'm gonna pull this back up on your page. Because there was a time when the out like the algorithm was not pushing my videos at all and i thought why and i thought why am i doing this yeah why am i making these videos every day especially like with a little newborn baby Mm -hmm. but i enjoyed it like it was a creative outlet you know i wasn't used to being a stay-at-home mom i wasn't used to not i was used to working like a dog Yeah, yeah i had my own business i worked um 60 70 hours a week six days a week um and then you know i i did slow down when i got pregnant but honey pregnancy will slow you down oh yeah Guarantee it. I surely thought the Lord was going to take me in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank God you forget about it all after you have a baby. It's like it just, you're like, oh. Yeah. yeah. That, that's not so bad. I could do that again. Yeah, yeah. I could do that again. That's something else. It's, uh, I don't know. It's, uh, it's a way, it's definitely a way to vent, you know, podcast, TikTok, whatever your mm-hmm. platform is. You know, I have made solo episodes on here before where i've where i just get on here and talk about things uh and i always do feel better when i walk away from this table let it out let it out i will from now on i believe you've given me the inspiration to do it go ahead (laughs) whether anybody listens or not you'll feel better because there's always in the back of your mind well what if What, what if i did say that or what if i did tell that oh yeah i regret it i regret right now not going ahead and saying or making these episodes mm-hmm. on things that I want to do, you know. Yeah. <coughs> Hopefully, I won't regret it too much longer. I'll just go ahead and make them. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, now, your page is Life of Katie Ann, right? Mm-hmm. 3.3 million likes, 237.5 thousand followers. Yeah. Wow. I just hit 200,000 the de- December 31st. So, oh, so it's risen that much in that little amount of time. 37.5 thousand followers in just a few days. Yeah. The, wow. The internet is a crazy, crazy. That is so amazing. 37 and a half thousand followers since December 31st. And we're recording this on January 8th. Mm-hmm. So literally a week. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's That's insane. It's, in, it's insane. It's a blessing. Um, like I said, I'm so thankful um, just for the community of people. 
Yeah. You know, because I get on there, read them comments, and laugh, and go on foolish. Yeah. And it's funny to me, just the different cultures, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then also, like, the people that relate. There's a lot of us. Oh, I guarantee that. There's I a lot of us are. little Holland people. I know they are. You know, when you get, uh, uh, I mean, it's it goes both ways. When you're uh, the type of person you are, and you're making this content and putting it out there, you see a whole different side of the world in the comments and in the live streams that you do and people sending you mm-hmm. messages and back and forth and stuff. It's the same way because I get about 10 emails, 10 or 12 emails a day, uh, unless I forget to check it and stuff. And it's people that's listened to some episode about recovery or somebody that dealt with something or some, some funny episode and they're uh, from... Kalamazoo. Kalamazoo or BFE or yeah. whatever it is, you know. I had a guy email me the other day <coughs> and he wanted me to read it on the podcast and I plan on it here in the next, probably the next solo episode I do. But he was living on, what's, what is that place called? Skid Row. Okay. Had lived on Skid Row for five years. And uh, I guess he had a cell phone or whatever, you know, and he said what attracted him to the podcast was the logo. He said it reminded him of, reminded him of Wayne's World, which was the, the point. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. <clears throat> and he said he started listening to some of the episodes, and it, uh, one person in particular that I interviewed inspired him to go get some help. And he said <coughs> that was six months ago, and he's been clean since. Praise the Lord. Absolutely. For Listen, I mean, I know it's everywhere, but I feel like the epidemic of drugs in eastern Kentucky and, I mean, I, I know it's everywhere, but it's, yeah. everybody's dealt with it. Ever There's one in every family. Yeah. And, I mean. That right there in itself, what you just said, one in every family. There is. I mean, think about that. One in every family. There really is. Yep. It's crazy. And you can't help them until they help themselves. Oh, yeah. And I'll, I'll, I'll read that email in detail one of these days, probably in the next episode, next solo episode I do, because mm-hmm. he asked me to. Uh, I can't remember his name, but I'll, I'll read it on the next episode. But hearing stuff like that, that's 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 something that you can't can't buy. Well, because there's so many people that don't take the step to recover and get better and live normal lives. Like it's yeah. it takes such a hold of them, and mm-hmm. you know. I have um, somebody close in my life, and she um, she was on drugs for years. Yeah. Used the needle, and I, I, I want to say it's been five years. She mm-hmm. went to rehab. It's been clean, lives a normal life. And, wow. I mean, that's something to be proud of. Oh, my God. I said this on a previous episode. The people that's come to this table that were addicted to drugs and recovered in the process of recovery... As some of the strongest willed people I've ever Absolutely. met in my life. Absolutely. They've got a fire under their hind ends that won't stop. But they've got to want to have it. That's oh, yeah. Yeah, you got to. You got to want to. You got to want to. Yeah. Well, well, Katie, I appreciate you. Well, thank you for coming letting me. on the podcast. It's been awesome. Well, thank you for letting me ramble. I, I, mean. I feel like I've, I mean, this is the first time I've ever met you, and I feel like I've known you for 10, 15 years. Yeah. Because we've just rambled on, and I feel like you've we been would go, oh, We would go on for hours. We oh, could yeah. do this for hours. 
Yeah, I, I'm, I'll give you a little little taste of what I know when I stop recording. To, uh, oh, I can't wait to hear it. Yeah. I want to know who it's about. You may already know because it's somebody here where we're from. Oh yeah. Mm, I'd love yeah. to know. I, yeah. I'll tell you. Uh, I might tell you. I don't know. <laughs> you, don't have, you don't have to tell me nothing. But uh, I mean, you may already know this. But uh, uh, what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, I can't say that either. <laughs> I'll tell you after we stop recording a little, little something, something. But uh, anyway, I thank you for coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. We'll do it again. I know time. this is uh, this is going to be watched by a lot of people. A lot of people is going to be interested in seeing you on the podcast. So thank you. Well, I hope me. I've not embarrassed myself. <laughs> <laughs> who cares? Yeah, who cares? Yeah, who cares? Anyway, thanks everybody for. Uh, for uh, listening and watching, and we'll see you again next time. Y'all have a good one. See ya. I mean, tell me. <laughs>